This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. What's up, everybody? Jack Maloney here, back with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Paroxysm Basketball Network. We're doing our special season preview podcast. I'm here with my boy, Ian Doherty. We're about to talk about the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, last year, obviously, I mean, tremendous regular season, 55-27. and 27. Um, But they, they still got the sixth seed in the West because of the, the weird seeding thing with the Blazers and then they had to play the Clippers in the first round, and they had a tremendous series that the Clippers ended up winning in seven games. Um, over the offseason, LaMarcus Aldridge, the big pickup. Uh, they also got David West. Um, Jimmer is in camp, at least for right now. Ray McCallum. Um, and then they brought in Boban Marjanovic, uh, the seven foot three Serbian, is in town. Uh, they lost Marco Bellinelli to the Kings. Uh, Corey Joseph is gone. Tiago Splitter um, and Aaron Baines are also gone. So, Ian, you write about the Spurs for um, p- Pounding the Rock, right? SB Nation site? Yep. Yeah, so Ian is our our resident Spurs expert at Friendly Bounce. Um, I guess, you know, you're the Spurs guy. I I mean, it's pretty easy to say they had a great summer, but what were your, uh, your sort of general thoughts on this off season for for San Antonio? Yeah, I mean, they they hit it out of the park uh, as, as well as they possibly could have with the uh, with the Lamarcus and uh, David West sightings. Um, it, it is kind of a uh, it's going to be a different uh, same to play next year, uh, not only because of that, but also. Uh, they lost some key pieces. Uh, you know, Tiago Splitter, Aaron Baines, Bellarmelli, uh, and Tojo were all, you know, uh, fairly big contributors uh, throughout last season. And Splitter and Baines, especially, is uh, is going to be interesting to see how they replace their uh, their rim protection. Uh, you know, Lamarcus isn't great at that, but I think he can do it in spots, and he's going to have to, uh, you know, with that. With that bench unit comes out this year, he's probably going to have to play the fives, even though, you know, that may not be what he wants to do. Uh, he's he's going to have to a little bit. Yeah, it's, I mean, for so long, this Spurs team has been the same crew, you know, with Duncan and, and Parker and Ginobili and, you know, Kawhi the last few years. And, like, largely it still is. I mean, all those guys are still around. But this is really the most turnover they've had in a long time, um, especially yeah. with key pieces. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't really think about Splitter and Baines and Bellinelli too much because of all the other stars they have, but, I mean, those dudes played big minutes for them. That's not that's not going to be super easy to replace since they're not really bringing in the same kind of players. I mean, Lamarcus, Lamarcus yeah. is super talented, but, I mean, he's not... He's not a rim protector. Like, 
like you look at their bigs and it's Lamarcus, David West, Bonner, Duncan, Boris Diaw, and like Boban, and you don't you have no idea what you're gonna get from Boban. Like there's really not a ton of rim protection there, so that's definitely gonna be a a thing to keep an eye on early on. It's uh, it's it's definitely going to be an evolution uh, from last year, and really from the past three years, they've had uh, virtually the same roster. There's been a little turnover, uh, or at least there was from uh, 2012 to uh, or from 2013 to 2014. Uh, there wasn't any uh, going into last year, but um, you know, yeah, it's like you said, it's it's going to be a different team. Uh, all the guys that they brought in are good basketball players uh, but like you said they do not do the same things you know uh, they don't have that rim protection but LaMarcus is uh, obviously an offensive hub yeah uh, David West is uh, you know a good good rebounder uh, solid shooter uh, gonna bring a lot really about that locker room I think uh, and you know maybe give them a little a little more grit and toughness uh, <laughs> than they've had uh you know, you look at Randy Callum, he's uh, a talented player, uh, hasn't done anything too spectacular, but can, you know, play that, that certain point guard uh, role that Corey Joseph had there. Maybe not uh, quite as well as Kojo was, uh, but he can still step in and play if there is uh, an injury or something uh, with Tony Parker or Patty Mills. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting, uh, the offense especially, uh, watching how they try and fit uh, Lamarcus and get all of all of the touches that he wants, that they kind of promised him when they when they were recruiting him. You know, he uh, throughout his recruitment uh, uh, recruitment process uh, with San Antonio, you know, he he was very openly uh, concerned about how many points he's going to be able to score, and um, you know, trying to see how they balance both getting Lamarcus the ball uh, and making sure he's happy uh, with, you know, trying to keep the same uh, team basketball that they've been running uh, for the past few years is, is going to be a really interesting dynamic to watch. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's the main, cons- I don't know if it's necessarily a concern because Aldridge is so talented, but like, that's the main question, I think, for sure, coming into the Spurs. Like, everyone knows they're going to be good. We, you know, they have a... <laughs> Basically the same team um, in, tr- in terms of core guys, and they won 55 games last year. Like, they're going to be fine. But I mean, their whole style and culture is predicated on not really having like a ball-dominant, ball-stopping star. It's you know everyone can pass and cut, and their ball movement is tremendous. And now you bring in Aldridge, who... I mean, a lot of times he likes to post up, you know, and and take eight, ten seconds to to get to work. It's, I mean, that doesn't exactly mesh with with their system, and I yeah, it's going to take a few a few weeks at least, maybe months, to really figure out that balance. Yeah, and I yeah, and that's that's a really good point you made about him taking you know eight to ten seconds. Uh, I was reading, I think it was Zach Lowe. Had a had a really good piece on how Lamarcus is going to fit, and a lot of what it came down to was, you know, with with looking at the amount of touches uh, and the amount of points that Lamarcus 
scores and Antonio. A lot, of, a lot of what it comes down to is not necessarily how many touches he gets, but how long he holds on to the ball. Uh, in Portland, like you said, he was a ball stopper. You know, he did take his time on offense. In San Antonio, he's either going to have to make a quick move, uh, take a quick shot, or pass it. And uh, Lowe also had uh, some numbers thrown in there that, you know, as you would think, uh, when LaMarcus when would go uh, and make a quick uh, decision on offense last year uh, with Portland, you know, his efficiency and his numbers went up. So I think if uh, they can really just drill it into him uh, to make quick decisions uh, within the offense, I, I think it's going to be fine. I think he's going to fit well. Yeah, I mean, he's so talented that it's not really, like, that's something you can fix. It's not like trying to fix DeAndre's free throw shooting or whatever. Like, just getting LaMarcus to make quicker decisions is, I mean, that's going to take a a little while, but that's definitely something that you can make adjustments. Like, you're an all-star level player, you make adjustments. That's just another adjustment to make. It's not a whole big thing in his game that he has to fix. Like, you're not fixing his form. You're just making a small little adjustment as how how quick he goes in the offense. And there's no reason that I think he can't do that. Like, I mean, look how the dude's yeah. awesome. Like, he, I, there, it's going to be all right. It's just going to be probably, a, a, you know, a slow start to, to no matter how much you practice it in training camp and against each other once – you know, the real game started, it's it's easy to regress into your old habits, and, you know, it's going to take a little time, but he'll be fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, looking at, it, looking at the past years with the Miami Heat uh, and now the Cavs, you know, they were they didn't mesh immediately, but, you know, give them, give them until about, you know, Christmas or January, and they'll be able to fit fine, and LaMarcus... Marcus is just so, he's so versatile. Mm-hmm. He's able to, you know, go low post, high post. He can space out uh, to the three-point line. Uh, and when he's not looking to score, you know, he is a very gifted passer. Um, so, you know, once, once they start to get the speed down and, uh, you know, figure out how uh, they're all going to play together and the tendencies of each other, um, you know, it's it's really going to be a joy to watch. He's gonna he's gonna be able to keep that uh, that Spurs machine as, a, as everybody likes to make that uh, little analogy to them. Uh, always being like a, like a car engine, mm-hmm. all the all the parts fit really well. He's gonna be able to uh, to come in and do just that uh, after a little while. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think we covered the Marcus. Um, we have to talk about our boy Jimmer. They they brought him into camp, but we're kind of nervous that he's not going to make the squad. I mean, they're they're at 16 yeah. right now, and you got like he's the fourth point guard plus Manu can hold like Manu can um can handle the ball. Like I think I think it might be a tough road for Jimmer to make the squad. Yeah, he's. He's going to really have to show out uh, in training camp in the preseason. Um, he, the good thing he has going for him is he's a career 38% shooter from uh, three-point. And that's what the Spurs were looking for when they signed him. Uh, right. You know, they, they kind of want that shooting in the backcourt. Uh, 
because Patty, Patty, they had Patty. Uh, Danny Green is obviously great, uh, but you know the other guys in the backcourt are kind of you know can't be iffy. So having mm-hmm. him as a you know as a last resort type uh, with that consistent shooting would be good. But I I really don't think it's in the cards for him right now. Uh, they're just they're loaded at point guard. As you said, uh, Martin can handle the ball. Uh, Kawhi is going to be handling the ball uh, a bit more. Kyle Anderson seemed to get better. Maybe he handles it as well. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's just so much going on in that backcourt already. Yeah. Where I, I think he might need all that out. Yeah, I I like I really want Jimmer to be like a a confident dude in the pros, but it's just he's just like not quite good enough, and like. Yeah. It's too bad, but I don't know. It's Obviously, you brought up Kyle Anderson. Um, we'll probably talk about that to close this episode. Anderson won Summer League MVP, which, I mean, that's not a huge deal, but like him, along with Jonathan Simmons, who's also um, who's also on the death chart, probably going to make the team. Like, I mean, these two dudes, like, they can play a little bit. What do you... Uh, can you give us just like a little background, you know, quick hits on on Kyle Anderson and Jonathan Simmons? Because I mean Yeah. Like Simmons was dunking on everybody in Summer League and yeah. Anderson is like the next Paul Pierce apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anderson is very uh you know, his nickname's slow mo for good reason. <laughs> uh, he's not he's not quick at all. Uh with playing and that was that's always been uh, kind of a red flag for him. That's why he fell uh, to San Antonio uh, because people didn't think he'd be able to adjust uh, to the NBA pace. And his rookie year, you know, he didn't he didn't really do anything that spectacular. He was on he was on the bench for a bulk of it and in Austin uh, in the D League for a bulk of it. Uh, but in summer league, he showed that he has gotten stronger. Which, if you can't blow by anybody to the paint. Uh, you know, it's good to be able to, to when they're strong and hard and finish uh, finish well, uh, which and that's what he did in summer league. And uh, you know, he's he's a good passer. Uh, you know, uh, seems like he's improved his shooting, but defensively, he's still going to be a liability. Uh, but with uh, with the rim section that the that San Antonio has with the with the tip Duncan, you know, if he plays with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he won't. I don't think he'll be that much of a of a minus for San Antonio on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, I, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what he has, especially as you know, Amon Ginobili and of course the uh, are getting kind of older, and he can fit into uh, any really any position from like two to four. Uh, so he's going to be fun to watch. And Simmons, he, uh, man, yeah, he he put on a show in summer league. Uh, he was dunking everything in sight. Um, 
for the past couple of years, I think he's been with the uh, Austin Toros. It might have just been last year. Um, but he, he played really well uh, for for the for that dealing team. And uh, in summer league, uh, what I saw from him was uh, proficiency in the pick and roll. Um, you know, he's very good at it. Uh, getting to the rim and scoring as the pick and roll ball handler, and San Antonio, of course, is a team that's very pick and roll heavy in their offense. So when it comes to that, he's uh, he's going to be able to fit well. And when he was in the D League, he was also a pretty good shooter. Uh, I think he he hovered around forty percent uh, from three. Uh, so he's you know he's got a little bit of talent. Uh, He's a 25-year-old rookie out of Houston, uh, so he's been, you know, under the radar for a while. But uh, you know, I, I don't think at first he'll he'll get a lot of minutes. But uh, I think when he got provided any opportunity, he could play uh, fairly well. Yeah, I mean, those two, Anderson and Simmons, are kind of, you know, the next, you know, like the next generation of Spurs. You know, Manu's doesn't have much left, if anything. Boris, you know, Anderson's maybe not a, a replacement for Boris, but, you know, this Spurs team is getting older. You're going to need to slide new pieces in like they did Kawhi, and I certainly think Anderson um, is going to be a ser- very serviceable player um, at worst. But yeah, and Simmons was, like you said, he's probably not going to get a ton of a ton of clock early, but that dude can put on a show when he does. Um you got you got any final thoughts on the Spurs? Maybe predictions for where, how they end up uh, before we wrap things up. Uh, man, predictions at the West are, are really tough to uh, <laughs> to kind of hand out. No um, doubt. I think they I think they're gonna win you know uh, fifty games again. Uh, they have the potential to go for sixty, um, because of the because of the Aldridge signing, uh, but. Man, it's it's just so tough to do that in the mm-hmm. West. And one thing that I've been kind of a little worried about with them is uh, is how Tony Parker looks in FIBA. Uh, is you know I guess these past couple weeks uh, he he hasn't looked uh, up to the form that he needs to be for the Spurs because he really is kind of uh, the key for them on offense. You know everything that they do, or at least that they've done in the past has been based off of Tony Parker's ability to penetrate, get to the lane, mm-hmm. find shooters, uh, find role guys. So that that worries me a bit. But uh, if he's if he's in good shape and if Lamarcus uh, you know fits in fairly quickly, they they can win sixty games. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the West is the West is just ridiculous. They're gonna be there at the end. I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs, they're gonna win. 50 plus in that, I probably around that same range as they were last year, mid 50s I think is a pretty, pretty reasonable bet for yeah. them. And then it's just, yeah. it's matchups like that's, what it comes down to in the playoffs. But yeah, they're gonna be there, in the end. So uh, yeah, that's a wrap on the Spurs. Great off season picking up Lamarcus. I'm Jack, my boy Ian. Here's our boy DJ Los Latino playing us out. Catch you guys later. Peace. This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce.